our mission to help develop people into followers of Christ through the practice, demonstration, and communication of God's word. Amen. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12, reading from the New King James Version. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. If a group of people are doing everything a church is supposed to do, then call it a church. There are five things that a church ought to be doing. Worship, fellowship, ministry, discipleship, and evangelism. Amen. Are you in? Nor are you out. Right. Amen. We've been in this series. I'm not quite through yet. I still got one, at least one more to go. All right. Well, we talked about fellowship. We talked about worship. We talked about ministry. Today I want to talk about evangelism. Evangelism. Amen. Now, evangelism, evangelism, one thing about evangelism, when we say that word evangelism, somebody ought to shout and get happy. Because evangelism, when we talk about evangelism, that tells you that this is your time to go out and serve Christ by bringing someone closer to Christ, by bringing some unsaved, some unchurched individual to the Lord, by bringing them into the church, by saying, you know what? Uh, this thing that I have, Jesus, I want to share with somebody. Evangelism ought to excite you. All right. Because you get excited about going out and, 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 and bringing someone into the fold. Amen. Evangelism is the preaching or, or the, the promulgation of the gospel. Promulgation. Promulgation means to put into operation, to set forth, to teach publicly. Amen. Christian movement uh, for Emphasize in personal conversion. That's what that's what the evangelism is. It's, it's the Christian movement for emphasizing personal conversion. Personal conversion. You know, con conversion, conversion, conversion means I have been converted. Uh, can I just say it like that? That means I'm not what I used to be. That means there has been a change in my life. I have been converted. Amen. I was once lost, but now I'm found. I was right. once blind, but now I see I have been converted. I wish I had somebody. Yeah. Amen. I, was, I used to didn't know my way, and I couldn't do the things that I ought to do. I didn't even know what I was supposed to do, but, but something happened along the way when somebody brought Christ into my life. Christian movement for emphasizing personal conversion. When we share our faith with others, somebody ought to get converted. Am I right about it? You know, Jesus said, Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples 
of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He said, go. He didn't say come. You know, a lot of times we want to come to church. Amen. Uh, we want to come to church. But amen. He said, go. And that means we want to leave out of the church after after we come to church, we come, we come, we come, amen. We come to be to be blessed. We we come to be filled. We come we come, amen, to receive. We we come, amen, to be equipped. But then we need to go out and tell somebody. Am I right about it? Somebody ought to know evangelism must take place outside of the church. Amen. We come to worship. But we go out to serve. And part of that service is evangelizing. Evangelizing. Amen. So the scripture said he gave some practices, he gave some prophets, he gave some preachers for the equipping, for the equipping of the saints. Equipping, equipping, equipping. The, the Greek phrase for that means uh, for the perfecting or the equipping or the equipping to make complete. Perfecting or making complete. Amen. We, 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 when, 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 when we equip the saints, we're making them complete. We're giving them the tools. We're giving them what they need. We're giving them the word of God. Somebody say the word of God. When you exercise evangelism, you proclaim the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. And notice I say exercising evangelism. That means you need to work at it. You need to work at it. Amen. That means it, 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 ought not, it ought not be a, a burden, it ought not be a struggle, it ought not be a, 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 a toil or a trouble to go out and tell somebody about Jesus. You know, in fact, it ought to be easy to tell somebody about Jesus. You know why it ought to be easy? Because if God has ever done anything for you, if Jesus has ever done anything for you, amen? Come on, somebody. You should ought to want to tell somebody. Amen? You can't keep that to yourself. If you receive the blessing, you ought to tell somebody about the blessing you receive. Yes. For the equipping of the saints. The saints. You know, a lot of times, you know, we as Baptists traditionally we get scared of the word saints. Hmm. <laughs> Come on, somebody. You know, saints are just saints are, are Christian saints. Are we, amen. Amen. I, I know that. I know that in, in uh, Catholicism, saints are those who have been have been set aside and appointed. Amen. Because of they've done some miracles or greater. That's that, that's not what Jesus is saying. He says saints are those who have been sanctified. Sanctified. We get scared of that word too in Baptist. Amen. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Used to be a long time. Amen. Somebody, somebody know what I'm talking about. Amen. We, yeah. I'm saved, sanctified, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Baptist said, ooh. <laughs> if you're saved, that means, that means God has changed you. If you're sanctified, that means he has set you aside. He's brought you out and set you aside. He set you aside for amen that you may make a difference. He set you aside that you may not you may not have to die in your sins, amen. And that's what saints are, those who have been sanctified. Excuse me. So so when you when you express evangelism, you need to proclaim the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. And glad tidings is simply good news. You need to spread the news. Somebody says spread the news. It's important to note that, that the news is good news. You know, we in this day and age we get a lot of bad news. 
Or as somebody say, fake news. Amen. We won't get into that. But we, we need to spread the good news. Am I right about it? Everybody loves to spread the bad news, but, 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 but there is good news. Anybody know there's good news? If you can't say anything else, you need to say that Jesus is alive. Jesus lives. He died on the cross, but he, was, he, re- he rose from the dead, and he's, 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 he's sitting at the right hand of God the Father. He is alive, and he's working in your life. That's good news. That's good news. Amen? When you spread the good news, you are equipping the saints. And saints simply means believers. Amen? Do I have any believers here? If you choose to be in the church and in fellowship, you must continue to bring others to Christ. Amen. But there is some problems with that. Can I tell you about the contemporary problem of evangelism? Contemporary problem is this. See, the the problem we have with evangelism is that we have been conditioned the wrong way. You've been conditioned the wrong way, amen. In other words, when I say we've been conditioned the wrong way, we have been taught that religion and politics are taboo. You don't talk about them. You don't talk about them. You, you start, you know, that's something you don't, you kind of keep to yourself. Amen. But anyone who talks about Jesus all the time, you know, we've been taught that they, they were crazy. Oh, here comes sister so-and-so. All she wants to talk about is Jesus, Jesus. He can brother so and so. He want, and they turn the other way, amen. Because they say talking about Jesus all the time is crazy. Well, let me tell you something. If talking about Jesus all the time is crazy, what about those who talk about the president all the time? Or what about those who talk about their favorite sports team all the time? Amen. You know, too many people don't realize that that word, that term, fan. Is short for fanatic. Come on, somebody. Nobody wants to be a fanatic, but everybody wants to be a fan. If you're a fan, you're a fanatic. Amen. And fanatic means you simply you 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 soap you 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 just obsessed with that particular thing. That's what fanatic means. A fanatic a fanatic is a person filled with excessive and single-minded zeal, especially for an extreme religious or political cause. It is also a person with an excessive interest in and enthusiasm for something, especially an activity, amen. In other words, if they just go around talking about, amen, the cowboys all the time. (laughs) (laughs) They're fanatics, amen. But just like you, just like you talk about the cowboys all the time, you ought to be able to talk about Jesus sometime. Am I right about it? I'm not picking on nobody. I'm just making observations. <laughs> See the problem, the problem is, is that why is it socially acceptable? to gossip about everyone from the president to the hotel chain heiress to, to the man next door to, to whoever, but it's uncomfortable to talk about Jesus. Wow. It ought not be uncomfortable to talk about Jesus. Amen? Amen. Shayla, turn that computer down, please. It ought not be, it ought not be, it ought not be uncomfortable. It ought not be uncomfortable, amen, to talk about Jesus. See, the problem is, without evangelism, not enough of the right messages are, are getting through. 
but the wrong principles are glorified and protected by the laws of the land. Amen, amen. See, there's something wrong when it's okay to come out of the closet for your sexual orientation, but you can't come out for your belief in Jesus Christ. Can I say that again? There's something wrong when you can come out of the closet for your sexual preference, but you can't come out with your spiritual preference. It's all locked up. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to be a closet Christian. Hello, somebody. Amen. I came out a long time ago. Don't get it twisted. Amen. So the question are, are you in or are you out? Are you in or are you out? Come on, somebody. The Bible says we are being equipped to, to take the message out. We're being equipped to take the message to somebody. Evangelism is for the purpose of the upbuilding of the body of Christ. See, I, I, this one's going to be real quick. Amen. I'm already through. You don't even know it. See, the problem is a lot of people don't want to hear about evangelism because they, they want to come to church and they want, to, they want you to preach to them and make them feel good, but they don't want to take the message out and tell somebody about it. You don't have to say amen. You can say ouch if you need to. You know, it's, it's not about coming and, and just feeling good, amen. It's about going out and telling somebody about Christ. Am I right about it? Am I right about it? You know, so the problem is, you know, most of God's people, you know, too many churchgoers are singing, standing on the promises, Sister Tina, but all they're doing is sitting in the premises. Hmm? Most of God's promises are if-then promises. Can I talk about that a little bit? And I'm, 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 I'm going to be through. Most of God's promises are if-then promises. That's what, that's what evangelism is about. God says, if you believe, if you believe, then you will receive. God says, if you follow me, then I'll lead you to the Father's house. If you get out and evangelize, then I will make a way and add to the kingdom. See, it's an if-then thing. It's an if-then thing. If you do your part, then he'll do his part. Amen. We want God to do his part, but we don't want to do our part. We stand up and pray, God, add unto the kingdom. God, will you bring those into the fold? God, will you save somebody? You haven't said anything to anybody. You got to go out and tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And, 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 and before you think it's hard, you got to preach and everything. Let me, just, let me just share this with you. Remember that if and then thing? If God has done something good for you, if God has done anything for you, if God has made a way, if God has raised you up, if God has picked you up, turned you around, placed your feet on salvation, if God, if God has done anything in your life, then you ought to go out and tell the world. Then you ought to go out and share it with somebody. Then you ought to go out and let somebody know, this is how I got over. This is my testimony. Amen. I, I wish I had at least one person to amen. Amen, Brother McClure. They don't like this kind of preaching. Amen. They, they get quiet. You need to tell somebody about how God has changed your life. Am I right about it? See, the problem is, another problem in evangelism is too many people worry about what people will say if they talk about God. You worry about what somebody else will say. If you talk about God, let me tell you this. 
Be more concerned about what God thinks about you than what somebody else thinks about you. I heard somebody say today, I heard somebody say just this morning, amen, I can go talk about it. I can be a fanatic for some, somebody, but they didn't die on the cross for me. They didn't save me. Am I right? Amen, amen. See, I was listening. <laughs> Tell somebody about how God has changed your life. And let me just ask this question. Is there anyone here? Is there anyone here who God has changed your life? No, don't, don't fool me now. Don't fool me now. <laughs> Is there at least one or two people here that God has done something for you? Yes, sir. <laughs> Maybe I'm all by myself. Is there anybody here that God has, has, has moved, amen, into your life and done something when you were ready to give up? When you were ready to give in? When you were ready to say, I, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I, I'm ready to give up and, and, and take my own life. But God stepped in. And did he step in right on time? Didn't he do it? He, he, grandmama said he may not come when you wanted to. But he's always on time. He's right on time. He came. He made a way. He, took, he, he changed my whole life. And I just want to share it with somebody. Is there anybody here that God has done anything for you? Is there anybody here that God has raised you up? Is there anybody here you were on your sick bed and God did something for you? Is there anybody here didn't have a dime in your pocket but the bill still got paid? Is there anybody here no food in the cupboard? nothing in the refrigerator but you still had a meal is there anybody here just when you needed the check came in the mail not the one you were sending out but the one that you needed right then and there is there anybody here come on somebody didn't know where your next meal was going to come from but somebody stopped by and said I felt like I wanted to take you to dinner today God has done something for you. You want to tell somebody. See, that's evangelism. That's telling it. That's that's telling the story. You ought to show some sign. You ought to be like, you ought to live like God has done something for you. Sometime evangelism is just carrying yourself in a Christian way. Sometime evangelism is not about what you say. But it's what you do. You got. You can't just talk the talk, but you gotta walk the walk. Cause sometimes your walk talks more than your talk talk. Am I right about it? People ought to know that what you say is what you believe in, not just something they hear or something you heard. If a group of people do the things a church ought to do, then call them a church. But if they're not doing what a church ought to do, how can you call them a church? You ought to be ready to go out and worship, fellowship, evangelize, discipleship, and serving in ministry. And today we need to worry about evangelism. Go and tell somebody before this month is out, somebody gonna sing a song and say, go, tell it on the mountain. Talking about when Jesus 
Christ was born. But you just can't wait till Christmas time to go tell it on the mountain. You ought to shout it from the rooftop. You ought to shout it everywhere you go. You ought to tell them that Jesus saved. He saved. He saved. He'll save your soul. He forgives your sin. He will bring you out. I know I'm right about it. Because one day I was lost in my own sin. But I heard somebody say, you ought to come to Jesus. Who is this Jesus? He's the one who hung, bled, and died at Calvary's cross. But he rose from the grave, sitting at the right hand of God the Father. Who is this Jesus? Sometimes I don't know. I didn't know who he was. But I was just like that little boy who was out flying a kite one day. The kite got way up in the air. He couldn't even see it up in the air. A man came by, said, little boy, what you stand up in the air at? He said, my kite. And the man looked up and said, I don't see it. He said, but I know it's up there. He said, little boy, how do you know your kite's still up there? He said, every now and then, I can feel it tugging. Every now and then, I can feel it moving. Every now and then, I know he's there. Because I can feel him tugging in my life. I can feel him moving in my life. Is there anybody here? You want to tell somebody. Every now and then, I can feel him moving down in my soul. Be like Jeremiah. Said I wasn't going to tell nobody. But I couldn't keep it to myself. It was like fire. Fire. Shut up in my bone. I had to run. I had to tell it. I had to shout it. I had to tell somebody. And when somebody told me, I finally caught Jesus. And I ran to him. I fell on my knees and said, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And I want to spread it to somebody else. Evangelism. Are you in? Are you in? Are you in? Or are you out? Are you in? Because we got to go and tell how good God has been. I wish I had a hundred dollar bill. I'd hold it up and see who would be the first one to run and get it. <laughs> Y'all probably run over each other trying to get it. But when you get it, are you going to put it in your pocket or are you going to go tell somebody, look what I got in church today? Look at the, <laughs> look at the blessing. Amen. Look at the blessing. And when they ask, where'd you get that? I, say, I got it at the church. It's a blessing. Amen. So if I come to church, I'll get a hundred dollars. No, but I'll give you this hundred dollars if you just listen to Jesus. Come on, somebody. It, it don't have to be like that. But you get the point. If something good happens, you want to spread the word. And if you don't have anything good, to, you know what? I'm through, but let me just say it like this. I used to think 
that I didn't have a testimony like some of these folks, you know, they have these testimonies and you just, I mean, they start their testimony, you just really listen about how, amen, they were in a bad situation. One foot in the grave, amen, no way out. The world gave up on them. Family and friends gave up on them. And they heard a voice from heaven say, get up. Turn around. Do this and do that. I don't, I've never had a testimony like that. They have a testimony like, I, I was caught in drugs and I was, I, I was so messed up that, that I didn't even know my own self. And, 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 but somebody prayed for me and I heard the word of God and I came out of that. I don't have a testimony like that. The only testimony I have is that somebody said, come to church. And the thing about it, I was already going to church. I just wasn't going to the right church. And somebody just said, come to church. And I went. And when I went to church, I heard a word from God through the preacher. And something clicked, and something clicked. And from that day forward, I've been running for Jesus. That's my testimony. It's not all glitz and glamour, but I can tell somebody, amen, I found the Lord when I came to church. And if you can't do nothing but tell them that, give me your testimony and say, come on, that's evangelism. Amen. But if you have one of those miraculous, fantastic, unbelievable testimonies, that's fine, give that too. That'll save somebody. But don't feel like if you don't have that, you can't tell somebody that God kept me, he saved me. And I love him. And I want to serve him. Amen. Maybe there's someone here today. You never accepted him as your Lord and Savior. You can come right now. Will you come? Maybe you're here and you just need a church home.